0: Three, two, one. 1. Cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts. To connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket. I took a flyer and on my space station I built It's a perfect
1: fit for both arborists and roosters.
0: These test subjects ought to be a real mood booster. And if they're not, I'll just have to psych up myself. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Ah, now that's a theme song.
1: Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com/subscribers. That's gzmshows.com/subscribers.
0: You know, the unifier was built for unification, and if we are to have one, I think we will require two more test subjects, if you please.
2: Unifying operation. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, uh, welcome aboard. Uh, glad to have you aboard the Unifier. Oh, uh, Taylor, translator, please.
2: Hey, what's going on? Where am I?
0: Oh, uh, well, my uh, feathered friend, you're aboard my laboratory-slash-space station, also known as the Unifier.
2: Wow, this is this is crazy.
0: In many ways, it is sort of crazy, Uh, yes, but uh, thank you for uh, coping with that. I I assume that you are a rooster based on... That's
2: right. The name is Fowler.
0: Well, uh, Fowler, great to have you aboard. Uh, And uh, you, ma'am, welcome aboard as well.
3: Oh oh my gosh, this is so... (laughs) this is so strange.
0: Quite an unusual day for most people aboard the Unifier, that is true. I'm just going to seal the two of you inside this chamber here. Oh. Can you see me up here in the observation booth?
3: I can, yes. Hello. I can see you clearly.
0: Okay, wonderful, wonderful. I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. This is the Unifier, as I said. We've teleported you here from the surface of planet Earth for the purposes of having you in the greatest scientific experiment in human history. We're going to find the places where your minds overlap, uh, and that's a process that we call unification.
3: Okay, that's interesting. Well, I'm just going to make an observation. I don't know if that's allowed.
2: No, no, go, go right ahead.
3: But I'm a human, and it looks like there's an animal here, so I don't know what we have in common. I went to college and graduate school, actually.
2: Well, I'm a hard worker. I may not have a big education, but I am a hard worker. You might think there's
0: no sort of common ground between the minds of a human being and a rooster, but I think you'll find that you've got more in common than you think. Uh, why don't we get to know each other? Valor? Uh, you've told us your name, but
3: where are you from? Animal. Introduction.
2: Well, I live in Texas, I actually look after a bunch of hens, and I make sure that they are protected, and whenever danger comes here, I go crock doo also in the morning times as well. A lot of people think that it's because the sun came up, but it's because of my internal clock.
0: Well, uh, so it's just sort of an evolutionary response for the rooster.
2: <laughs> I can't help it.
0: Well, uh, glad to have you aboard, Fowler. Thanks for uh, telling us about your life in Texas. Uh, and you on the right, same question. You know, who are you, where are you from, and what is it that you do?
3: Human Introduction. Uh-huh. Yes, hi. Uh, my name is Dr. Carol Tree. I currently live in upstate New York. And you know, I am an arboreal culturist, and that means that I focus on the health and safety of plants, but mostly trees.
0: Well, Dr. Carol Tree, uh, wonderful to have you aboard the Unifier. I think probably there's plenty of common ground between someone who loves trees and, you know, nature and and a rooster.
2: I can already think of one. Name it. Well, it's because you said that you protect trees, right? Yes. Well, that's the way I feel about my farm. That's the way I feel about my hands.
0: There you go. Excellent point, uh, Fowler. You know, you're both guardians of your respected areas of care.
2: That is correct. And Doc, I hope you see that.
0: Fowler, you're talking so much about protecting your hens. Why don't you lead us through what's a regular day like for a rooster?
2: Well, basically, I, you know, get up at the crack of dawn, go...
0: And not because the sun comes up, just because you you feel like you must.
2: That's right. It is in my internal clock. And then I just kind of parade around the farm, making sure all my hens are nice and good, you know, making sure that they're all comfy so that way they can lay their eggs. You know, and I just make sure that I kind of peruse the perimeter and just make sure that things are safe for my hens and even some of the other livestock. I know a lot of people don't really give me enough credit for that, but, you know, I look out for my pigs, the cows, all of them.
0: It sounds like you've got quite a big job, Fowler.
2: Oh, I do. It is very important. I take a lot of pride in it.
0: Well, it sounds like you should. And Dr. Carol Tree, same question. Take us through a regular day in the life of an arborist.
3: So, for instance, today I was just pruning a tree. It had a little bit of an invasive vine kind of creeping up it. Mm, Oh, dear. Oh, dear is right. I had to climb it, and I just went ahead and pruned that vine um, to make sure that the tree could thrive and enjoy its life as it is entitled to.
0: Now, when you say an invasive vine...
3: Well, it's just strangling it, obviously. Do you like to have a vine kind of grow up you and then eventually strangle you so you couldn't breathe and then your arms fall off?
0: Okay, no, no, that sounds...
2: I got caught in a vine once. Really? Where? It was when I was foraging for food. Not fun.
0: It's interesting that people sort of imagine that, oh, all the plants all grow together, but... What you're saying is there's many plants that can actually be very harmful to other plants if they're not maintained.
3: Yes, if I've deemed it to be hazardous or if it's an invasive species, I'll get in there and I'll do something about it.
0: Uh, This is very interesting stuff. I think we're we're learning quite a bit. Uh, Why don't we actually, you know, now that we're a little more comfortable with each other, deactivate the suspension fields, keeping you two separate from one another, and uh, we can have you two interact with one another physically, if you so desire.
2: Deactivating force
0: field. <laughs> hey, now, Fowler, if I may say, you've got quite a coat of feathers.
2: That's right. You notice my waddle? Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Your, your your waddle?
2: No, that's, you know, this thing underneath my beak?
0: Oh, I see. Yes.
2: That's right. And on my head, it looks like a little mohawk. That's called a comb.
0: Now,
3: is that skin? What is that?
2: That's a waddle.
3: Oh. But, it, you know,
2: together, they are called caruncles.
0: Caruncle, That's an interesting word. I don't. I don't know that
2: I've ever heard that before. It's just fun to say, right? Yes. Just say it. Karunkle. Coruncle. Hey, hey, look at that. We're having a good time already. I guess so.
3: Yeah. Do you want this feather back? It kind of flew over to me.
2: Oh, that's okay. That's a gift from me to you.
3: Oh, thank you. Quite a
2: colorful
3: look. No offense, I'm not going to bring this back. I'm very hesitant about bringing back foreign objects to my trees. You never know what could cause infection or carries infection.
2: Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I noticed that you got some uh, pretty plumage yourself.
3: That's my hair, thank you. Oh, well, it is
2: beautiful. And what is this that you're wearing on the on your body?
3: Um, This is my climbing outfit, so I have a pair of khakis on, um, a belt. You'll see my tools, my uh, ropes... I've got some spikes, wearing spikes on the bottom of my feet, which help me grip the trees. That's like me. I guess you're right, yeah. But these are not part of my foot. These I have to put on in order to climb trees. And this rope, of course, that I'm using. Well,
0: still, the similarity of your tree climbing spikes and Fowler's talent is notable.
3: Can you fly as a rooster cuz I know there's some birds that I always thought could fly but I don't know if I've ever seen a rooster in the sky.
2: We are limited in our flight capacity, that is for certain. It's just not in the cards for me and that's fine, you know, I got a job here on the farm.
3: Yeah, you, you could do sort
0: of a sort of a jump.
2: Yeah, flap. That's how I scare some of these predators away cuz they're like, "Whoa, what's going on here?"
3: <laughs> Will you do it for us? I want to see it.
2: Hold on, I got a big rooster it. <laughs>
3: Oh, Oh my gosh, whoa.
0: Fowler, I've got to say, for such a, you know, small animal relative to a human, you really puff up big.
2: That's right, and I learned how to growl from a dog.
0: I sort of didn't think it would sound like that, but yeah, that must work pretty well scaring a lot of animals away.
2: Oh, yeah, and they don't like my beak pecking on them.
0: Oh, I imagine a fox really changes their mind once they feel that beak.
2: Oh, yeah, you see them running off.
3: Now this beak, that's interesting that you bring your beak up um, because sometimes I have little parasites in these trees in upstate New York. And, you know, maybe that could be interesting. That could be something that maybe you could eat. Absolutely.
2: I love bugs. I love worms.
0: So in addition to your security job on the farm, you're also doing some pest control as well.
2: That's right. You know, I like all kinds of insects and it's, uh, you know, it's a delicacy for some people, you know.
0: Okay, well, so as not to spend too much time talking about eating bugs, perhaps we should move to the next phase of the- Experiment here. Uh, this is the introduction of a random object, aka the IRO. Taylor, why don't you go ahead and drop in the IRO?
1: Introduction of random objects.
0: Oh, that, there it goes. hmm Is that a corn on the cob?
2: Ooh, wait! That is some good
0: eating. Well, uh, Fowler, please go right ahead if you're if you're hungry. It
3: smells very buttery, mm-hmm. Taylor, we do we you, you really have fresh
2: corn up here? With butter? what would it like to have some of that?
3: That is a belt
2: buster. You finished the whole thing. I'm so sorry. It is so rude of me. you got that fancy machine there? Get another one for my my friend, the doc. Uh,
0: Actually, I'm not sure that we do. Taylor, is there another Oh, there is another. Okay, they're dropping down a second corner of the
3: Now I noticed, Fowler, you kind of did a random approach. I've never seen that before. I like to go typewriter style
0: sort of left to
2: right.
3: Yes, but Fowler, I've never seen this before. From where I'm looking, it looks like he just kind of completely disassociates and just pecks randomly, but he gets all the corn off the cob. That's
2: right. You know, sometimes I don't even
3: remember it.
0: Uh, Fowler, I would never judge you for digging into some fresh corn.
2: Oh, we it is delicious. What do you have there? Where are you getting this?
0: I honestly don't know. We... Generally, just have prepackaged food up here. Taylor, do you have a secret corn stash that I don't know
3: about? I'm also happy to report that corn is not an invasive species. So I would have no problem if this were growing around a tree.
0: Now, Dr. Carroll Tree, you've mentioned that a number of times, an invasive species. Yes. Now, that's a, a species that is trying to invade? I don't, I'm do not i not sure I understand.
3: An invasive species is a species that is not native to a specific area. Um, and what happens with these species is they will really take to a new environment and really overpopulate it.
0: I see. So the sort of invasive species is, is taking all the resources, all the water, all the sunlight from other trees that might already be there.
3: Exactly. That's exactly right.
0: Right. Okay, now I understand your concern a little bit better.
3: The beautiful thing is that there will always be problems with trees, especially now that people have power lines or wanting to build. So I still have to have my little spikes and equipment and be able to kind of chop and snip as needed.
0: So you're saying there's a safe way to you know, remove parts of trees that won't kill the tree.
3: Yes, there is a safe way. That's what I learned when I was in school.
2: Oh, boy, I ate all the corn again. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, my gosh, I had one mouthful. Fell, this was
2: pecked it out of her hand. I'm so sorry.
3: I would imagine if another corn was to be placed before us, you'd do the exact same thing. I promise
2: I won't.
0: I doubt we have more than... We have another... Okay, dropping down another cob of corn. Apparently, I'm not going to get any corn.
3: Finally, I'll get to have more than one mouthful.
2: I'm going to tell you right now, you better eat that corn.
3: Fowler,
0: don't you remember? You just
3: promised you wouldn't eat it. I went to itch my leg, and it's gone already.
2: I am so sorry.
0: Fowler, you've now had three full corn cobs.
2: I'm feeling a little full. I'm so sorry, ho. Oh.
0: Well, unsurprisingly, this corn confusion has kept our unification levels at a modest 64%, so I don't know if we'll be able to unify, despite all the similarities we've found.
3: Now, this is a bit of a wild idea, but if you're looking for maybe extra work, extra nourishment, it seems like you like to eat a lot... Yes, I, I could use some maybe extra help with pest control um, in terms of the trees that I'm working on right now.
0: Oh, now, wait a minute. This is an idea. A cross-species tree
2: care unit. Ah, uh, would be honored.
3: Okay, well, that was easy. And, you know, I've been trying to start my own business since some of my methods are unorthodox and I've been told I'm hard to work with. So maybe working with an animal is the best option.
0: Just imagine being up in a tree with a rooster on your shoulder, being able to, you know, address parasites right at the source.
3: That's right. Tree and fowl. Now, I like that. I like that name a lot.
0: That's pretty catchy. Now, of course, there is the problem of, uh, Carol Tree, you're in upstate New York. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe there's a rooster cousin of yours in upstate New York you could put in touch with Dr. Carol Tree.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: This couldn't have worked out better. I, I, I'm happy to report that our unification level has skyrocketed, and this new form of tree care has resulted in a full
3: unification. And he probably won't eat all your corn like I did. I'm so sorry about that.
2: I uh,
0: wouldn't leave out a lot of corn, Dr. Galtree. I'll be honest.
3: Yeah, believe me, I won't. That corn is staying in my pockets from now on. Unification,
0: our unification cannot be denied. Well done to you both. Uh, however, I must say, upon achieving unification, you will be returned to Earth in about twenty seconds. So, if you have anything to say to each other, I would do it now.
2: You Doc, it's you. been a pleasure, and it's a pleasure being in the uh, company of y'all.
3: Yes, it was nice to meet both of you as well. I'm looking forward to go back to my trees, and I'm looking forward to meeting another Fowler. Say
0: hello for me. It's <laughs> yes, an exciting prospect indeed. Uh, congratulations to you both,
3: and farewell. Okay.
0: Now, Taylor, I must ask, where did you get the corn? Because I like corn on the cob. I would love to have a fresh corn on the cob. I haven't had corn on the cob in in a year. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. (laughs) Well, what do you mean that was it? It was just those three... Well, where did you get... It just, it hurts a little bit, Taylor, to know that you had the fresh corn and I didn't get any of it.
1: Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the 6 Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the 6 Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Jeremy. I'm Autumn. And I'm Jasper. And we're We're a GZM family. And we want you to listen to our favorite show, Becoming Mother Nature.
3: I love the one with the green reaper and the zombies.
1: Do you want to hear your family at the end of a show giving a shout out? Go to gcmshows.com slash shoutout to learn more. That's gcmshows.com slash shoutout for a chance to be heard on this show.